Welcome back to another episode of The Bachelors in the City. I am your host, um, Pierre, with my co-host, Dustin. And later <laughs> on in this episode, guys, you will understand. It will all be clear to you why with that butchered French accent, I opened up this, uh, this episode. It wasn't too bad, but... Pierre. Pierre, that wasn't oh. too bad. Thank you, man. It's the nicest thing you yeah. said to me in the last month. It's, it it might be, actually. What's going wow. on? Wow. Hey, you know, I don't care what they say about you, Desi. Anyways, yeah. we are back with a, a fun episode. We're recapping Bachelor in Paradise. It is getting down to the nitty gritty. The storm is hitting. The drama is fitting. The drama storm is coming. And it's tearing up everything in its way. What will happen? Well, <laughs> you guys are here at the right spot to have the full breakdown of just that. Then we're talking festival season. Festival season is upon us. We've been to a few festivals. We have a very fun one. Dusty and I are going to this weekend. Hopefully, actually, some of our third roommates will be there as well. We can meet you face to face. I almost guarantee we'll see some of our third roommates this weekend. Hey, I'm excited. Let's um, let's have a good time. Govball, baby. And last but not least, the, the French accent that makes it return. We have Marie Ange back, our OG roommate, and she's asking a question about one of our favorite. I think you really like the city, Pete. I think you really like the city. I think I like my favorite city too. And you guys will find out just why a little bit later. Yeah, let's get to it. All right, let's do it. Let's get let, let's get it. Hey, I guys. love little John. Anyways, yeah, continue. Let's get let's get down to this recap. Yeah, he, he just the energy he brings the energy he brings. I he, I love it. It's contagious. Shot 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 shot. shot. Just, just a party it makes you want to go go makes be a part party. of paradise just to hang out with him. You know. Yeah, I kind of like I, him on there. He's funny. I he's never saw good. him as a host, but he might have a future in hosting though. I think so. I think uh, they're onto something there. Yeah. But all right, let's get episode. down to it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, episode starts. Joe Kendall, the uh, the never ending, uh, what seems like a soap opera drama going on between the two of them, right? Um, it really does. You you would have thought this would have been over before, right? I kind of thought. I had a feeling though. It kind of ended too easy. Why? You think that she's coming back or something else is happening? No, the first time. This time, I think it's done for good. But the first time she came in, I was like, hmm. Yeah. You know what? So this, these are my thoughts on, on this. Cause you know, we obviously love Joe. Joe's an amazing guy. We don't, or I don't know Kendall. Um, but my heart goes out to Kendall, but I also have some, I guess, criticism for Kendall because it's, there's no doubt. She obviously is still very, very invested in Joe loves him very much. Those feelings, you can't really act. You can't really fake, um, that were, that, that she was, you know, expressing, but why not just that if, and it's obvious, you obviously do feel this way. Why the hell did you wait for a freaking TV show to go pursue someone that you most likely really could see this being your forever person? And the only reason it didn't work out is because of geographical, you know, locations on a map of where you currently wanted to stay. Like, why did you wait for the show? It seems so petty. First of all, Guys, if you have anyone great in your life that you don't really want to be with, and 
and I remember having a discussion with Joe before, and he told me like Kendall didn't even she wouldn't even consider it, not even considering moving to a different city other than LA. And I think it's all about compromise. If you're not going to give and take in a relationship, then I mean, don't you can't really be upset about it. If you really truly love someone, I'll, if I love someone, I'm going to move to the moon if that's where Amen. the opportunity is for them and that's where we could be. Doesn't matter where. Let's do it. Amen. I yes, if there's anything I learned, yes, compromise is one of the most right behind communication. One of the most important things in a relationship. Without it, you don't have a relationship. And I think it's, this is a classic unfortunate tale of just you don't know what you have until it's gone. And I think now it's for sure gone. Uh, it's gone. because oh Joe is Joe's there. With, love. With he's, he, he is obsessed. He loves that girl. Yeah, and I'm super, super happy for them. And I would have been super happy for Joe and Kendall to have something rekindled too, if it wouldn't have been, you know, with Serena, but it's just Kendall. You, this is, yeah. this is just a reminder for everyone out there. I don't know if what you guys, if, if anyone needs to hear this, if there's someone out there that you just, you really just, you can't keep going a day without just thinking about and, and you want them back in your life, give it everything you got, everything give it you, you got. got. And you know what, if it's, if it still doesn't work out in the end, at least you can hang your hat on that and know that you tried. But unfortunately, yeah. I think Kendall is not going to have that closure for, for a long time. And um, it's a lesson to be learned. Well, I will give her props, though, because unlike a lot of these people that just keep on lingering around and just trying to date anybody, she left. But she's like, I'm done. There's nothing else, which I give her total props for that. That's the best call. Stop. I, I, I'm getting annoyed by people just trying to linger around and just date anybody they can. Oh, uh, we know you are. We, we'll, get I know, the, right? we'll, we'll get to that later. No, I, I, I feel the same way. And in my heart, it just, it, it went out to Kendall. I, it sucked yeah. seeing her like that. And I thought that was a good conversation that her and Joe did, had too. I mean, he cares for her. He was one to comfort her. He felt bad for yeah. her. Nobody wants to see that, you know? So. So Kendall's left. She did the right thing. And uh, moving on, it's true. Emma, Emma brought this up. Uh, so obviously Emma, unfortunately, could not be here with us today, guys. She'll be back for our next recap. But she, she was curious about how uncomfortable it would be to drive the getaway car. Like super cringy, right? For whoever has to do that. People sobbing in the back of the car, talking about their, hate, their heartbreak. And, uh, and then you're just driving the SUV to an act casual. And <laughs> it's a, that's a I'm good looking, point. I think it would kind of be kind of funny. I don't mean to be cruel, but I think it'd be cut. I mean, I sure, I'm sure the cameramen are like looking forward to this. Like, look, 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 here he comes or here she comes. Here we go. Don't smile. Don't smile. Could you imagine not trying to smile? It's a good time to have a mask. True. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I when, when Emma asked that, I was like, uh, or brought that up. I was like, huh, what, what was mine like? And I remember mine with Hannah, that van ride. First of all, they're like two hours long. It's not just like the five minutes that you, like they take you for two hours at least or an hour or whatever it is um, to get the exact, you know, line but that's gotta be super awkward super Were the uncomfortable cameraman laughing at you at all smiling no no not at all i mean i didn't even notice i was just i was you think whatever i feel like the cameramen are like trained professionals they hardly show any emotion they're like yeah. you cannot show any emotion you cannot talk to them they're like i think i think it was cool we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here i think it was cool seeing um kind of breaking the third wall a little bit for reality TV, what the av average viewer doesn't see or doesn't ever really think about with production, right? On the other side of the camera on this episode, we got to see, uh, we actually saw Louie, one of one of uh, producers, good friends with um, from the show. He was on there, uh, Peter as well. The, the two producers that were talking about the storm guys when, uh, as who were referencing when they, when they were having to uh, evacuate. 
Well, yeah, since we're on the storm, let's get on the storm. Do you think this was a real storm or do you think this was just no. some bullshit that used fluff in the episode? It was just like, it was, it was, I think they thought it was going to come off more dramatic or more like suspenseful than it really was. The music, the, the, they had the freaking thunder, thunderstorm music in the background when everyone's like panicking. And yeah. if you look in the sky, it doesn't look like it's going to storm at all. And there was a couple of takes where you could see like the ocean, like when there were people were actually walking on the beach, the waves really weren't that bad compared to when they had just the ocean shot by itself and there was like ripping. Then you come back, they come back afterwards and there's two fucking pillows pushed over. <laughs> hey, and, shit went down on that oh beach. Oh man, storm. That, that storm was bad. Pushed over two pillows. I'm like, oh my gosh, this was dramatic as hell. But anyways... I guess it makes for a good TV. Probably scared the shit out of them. They didn't know shit. Yeah, in the moment, they probably were getting all hyped up. But all right, we got two new people coming to Paradise. Damar and Ed. Damar and Ed, they make an entrance. Those are some big guys. They are. You think they work out? I yeah, they I must want work to know out. what they're... I want to know what all those guys' workout regimens are on, on the beach. It's working. But they're, they're showing up. Is it too late? Possibly, probably, um, if we're being real. But uh, Damar shows up. Is he going to stir the pot? Yeah. Or Ed. Ed's not stirring the pot. <laughs> Ed, Ed is just like, Ed. Is, so we're getting to uh, your favorite thing to talk about. Emma's so funny. We have, by the way, we're going off Emma's golden notes right now. And it's so funny. Why are you giving us up like that, Dusty? Yeah, she has in here, Ed, how many dates is Natasha going to go on? Question mark. At me, Dusty, does she deserve... All the dates, LOL. I think that's pretty funny. She has been on a lot of dates. She's huh? been on so many dates. I mean, I, I'm, I think Natasha's a good person. I think she's great. I think she's got a she kind is. of heart. She is. I can speak to that. And I don't take anything from her, but I think production is just really throwing everything at her right now. Like, damn. Yeah, they're, they're, pushing, they're pushing in a little too much on her. I, I think... Uh, Would she be pushed that much if she wasn't a host? No. Okay. Rest my case. No, I mean, I, I think it, you look at all three. We were talking about this a little bit, not to beat a dead cat, but ABC's obviously got their interests and their financial investments, and that makes sense. It's a business. I, uh, I thought her and Ed's interaction, it was, it was good. It was, it, was, it was okay. I wasn't buying the story that they were kind of trying to sell. You know, like it was all, oh, it's finally, it's all working out, and we, we found each other, and, and, and I, I think they were trying to play it off like it was a little more than than it actually was. I'd probably see them more being friends if I had to put money on it. But hey, I really do like Natasha. She really is a great person. Don't know Ed, uh, but he seems like he'd be an awesome dude to hang out with. So yeah, well, that's that. But on to um, repeated news, Aaron starts to get annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's getting annoyed again, which he's starting to annoy the hell out of Emma, which, you know, I think everyone's agreeing. This guy just likes to gripe. Yes, I um, I think this is, you know what? This is just what we're going to get with Aaron. This is, this is Aaron's role for reality TV, specifically Bachelor-related stuff. He's going to play the victim. He's going to call people out. He's going to get mad. He's going to cuss a couple people out. He's going to say some hilarious, hilarious one-liners. I will that, say he's uh, really funny, actually. He's hilarious. Like he, it's that's bitching and moaning bit. comments are freaking hilarious. That the, he's 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 funny. He's a funny yeah. guy. He's 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 honestly he's he's great for TV. So sorry, Emma. Yes, 
you're going to get another week of that uh, with him. Chelsea and DeMar, hitting and off. It's going to be something. They were hitting off a little bit. This is such a hard time for people to come in at this time because it's, you know, so many relationships have formed and you're really forced. You don't really have... Well, maybe you do. You can shoot your shot at other relationships, I guess. And that's, I like- that's why, like, I I was a little bit confused with, like, uh, well, I guess. I mean, this is what they're going to do is they're going to complain or whatnot. But, like, when Aaron was all pissed off at Ivan for going to talk to Chelsea and, you know, what, Rose Hunter, it's like, well, well, no shit. That's what everyone there is trying to do. Like, you guys for sure don't have, like, a crazy relationship with them. You know, it, if I put it this way, Aaron would have a point if... Any like if uh, if Ivan was going to um, Serena, or was going to Marissa, and trying to do this, but there's really no real solid connection between uh, Aaron. There's and no Chelsea foundation right now. with any of these types. Yeah. Yeah. So like the relationships that are like not really there, non-existent. Yeah, hundred percent game. That's what paradise is. You can't really complain. You can't be mad or pissed off about it. Uh, it is what it is. I thought it was funny how they made Dr. Joe look sad about Natasha. Just playing, playing his banjo and shit. That was pretty funny. Poor Joe. Obviously, I don't I don't see it there with with, with Natasha. I Joe. don't see it there either. I don't see it there. Let's move on, guys. Um, Abigail and Noah, the most exciting couple we've had this season. Lies. Uh, but we love them so we much do love them. for it. And we love a non-confrontational, non-dramatic. Well, we Normal like couple. It. We like a little bit, though. We like a little bit of the rocks, right? We want to see some adversity. Like a little bit of Margs on the rocks. For them. <laughs> when they're enjoying it in a hammock. But in- <laughs> Good job. Hey, okay, my guy. Thank you. Thank uh, you. No, I do like them together. I think they're cool. I actually, I, I really enjoy their company whenever I've uh, seen them both out separately. And uh, I think they make a good couple. I just think it's, they're not getting enough airtime. We don't know what's going on. And maybe it's because they're just freaking normal and just staying yeah. in their lane and not with dealing week with everything in, else. Week out. But hey, for you want you want something potential for the real life, you know, after paradise. I'm telling you, don't take your eye off Abigail and Noah. They uh they they got something there. They got something. All right. All they right. got something. Kenny and uh and, and uh Mari. Gosh, if I how many more times am I gonna see Kenny naked? Like this man has been naked half the show. I've said it once, I said it before. His private areas have got more airtime than I've gotten. <laughs> Wait, I, have you said that before? I haven't heard that. I said that before. I don't think you were here. But this guy, his private areas have gotten more airtime than me. And they were blurred out. That's insane. <laughs> hey, I'm not cool with that. I don't like that. <laughs> ABC, you did Dusty wrong. Yes, Kenny's body is insane. He's 40, and he looks like he's a 23-year-old Spartan Gosh, he's god. Like a, but he's like a Spartan god, yeah. It's insane. He, Dusty, needed better. Deserved better. It's I okay, deserve better, damn it. it I it deserve better. No, anyways, it's all good. I'm not bitter at all, guys. <laughs> Anyways, he talks about um, it every night, guys. Every night, I have to hear this. All right, naked tacos. Um, that was really sexual, man. Did it get you in the mood for tacos? Honestly, yes or no? It was. It was Taco Tuesday too. So there. Did you picture yourself having a similar date with Cat in the near future? Yes or no? I would love to have that date with Cat. Hell Ooh, yeah! Little tacos here. Okay. Oh, me todo mi corazón. Whoa. Anyways, um, damn. All right, cat. Yeah, that was a hot. That was sexy. That was hot, sexy. 
maybe a little disgusting little, with all the little, little tasty stuff too. on there. But mm. hey, I'm yeah, it's a little kinky. Um, I think they're both really attractive. Honestly, I think they're probably the most attractive people. Kinkiest thing you've ever done in a date. Come on, we're not gonna go here. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to have fun. Just have, trying to have a. <laughs> we'll do this for another guy's uh, segment in the future. Because that that was a pretty kinky date. I'm not gonna lie. Definitely right, was. What's, what's your favorite kinky date that you've done? I love how Dustin. You always. Do, I'll come out with this fun question, and then he yeah. just throws it right back you at me. You fun questions that aren't that aren't pertained to you. Well, You're like, hey, oh, I can't answer that. I'm a pilot. No, answer. Come up, yeah. come up, yeah, come yeah. up with the question yourself, then, bro. And I'll oh have to answer. Oh my god, I'm gonna beat right. Peter up after this episode, guys. <laughs> we'll leave the kinky dates to Kenny and Mari. On the show, they they seem to have that locked down. They're falling in love, guys. And you know what? I believe it. I love is in the air. I see it. I see it with them. Around. I think they everyone's have falling in love. Well. The yes. love bugs Marissa, around. Pete, Marissa, and our boy Riley. It got deep. You know, Marissa was getting a little. I think she needed more from Riley, and we don't see everything, so we don't know. But it seems like she needed more vocal out of him. And uh, my man has stepped up to the plate every yes, he did. single time. Let's go, Riley. That's what being a man is all about. Those tears had me close to tears. Man, you, you just you gotta you gotta appreciate someone that can open up like that, especially on national television. It's something so difficult to talk about. You could see it, just the expression written all over his face. Marissa being right there by his side, being exactly the type of partner you want and you dream about. Um, having by your side in moments like that, conversations like that. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was. Don't we all want a relationship like them? Like, they're connecting so well. They're being vocal. They're communicating. They're freaking sexual and freaky. Like, don't we, don't we, don't we all want that? They honestly are, they're such a great example. Yeah, yes. I'm just gonna say yes. That's exactly what we want. The hearing Riley talk about his Sunday morning vision. Come on, man. That's, that's freaking awesome. Like, and, and you're going to get that. Um, I've got no doubt. And I, I think it could be with Marissa. Yeah. If they don't work out, then I think we should all just give up. I, I do. So Emma, Emma writes here and you know what? Hey, I got to give Marissa love. You got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Emma goes, definitely the one that got away on Peter's season. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Marissa and I would have had this connection. I, you know, I obviously didn't feel it, but she really is, she, she is a gem and yeah. a true, true delight. And, you know, it, it, I think I've said this once before. It's, yeah, she was, she was, I guess, one that went home night one. And it's like, these kind of gems are out there. I mean, grocery store or Joe, you know, grocery store Joe, he was another gem. These gems exist. And I've said before, I'm like, it's, it's like almost like we got to have maybe a, a way to switch up the show a little bit is possibly have like a, a second chance uh, card or whatnot. And one of the people that gets sent home night one that maybe there was a legit potential there where the producers knew maybe ahead of time because you don't know them yet. They come back and they bring them back because I mean Marissa is literally the perfect example, and I'm so damn happy that she she was able to go to Paradise and find something so incredible with Riley. And I think I think they've got it. I think they're gonna leave the beach engaged. They've been so consistent. She said Paradise has been the best for her, and I was telling you earlier. I'm like, yeah, when you do it right, like her Riley have been doing it. Like they met each other. It was fireworks. They didn't need to see what else was out there. It's guys, if you go in paradise, when you start getting curious to see, like, oh, I want to see what else is out there, that's when the shit hits the fan. Just be, just be committed. If you have that fire with someone, work on that. 
And then it could be like a great, it could be a great experience. And they've had a great experience, honestly. They haven't had any really ups and downs, a couple, you know, conversations that, you know, are needed, but it hasn't been like terrible at all. Yeah, no, I, I am super happy for them and wish them the best. Tia's love triangle. Tia's love triangle. Should we call this triangle or should we call this square? Why would we call it square? Oh, well, it's funny you ask that, Dustin. Why would we call it a square? Well, let me, I'll tell you why we're going to call it a square. Uh, Tia, great girl. Seems like a girl. I you know, don't know her, but from the show. Uh, but she seems to ha- talk about another another part of her uh, as if it were <laughs> just as important as, you know, her, her brain, her mind, you know, all the feelings going on up there. Uh, I think you guys know what we're talking about. Hoo-ha. And I think um, this love triangle is really a square because it's not just Tia's mind Let me, can I ask making something? these decisions. Can I ask something? Of course. Could a man on this show openly say the same thing no. she's saying? Let's, for instance... Going on paradise and the guy's saying, oh man, like this person's great, but my beep is really talking to me. Could you imagine? No. Canceled. Not in a million years. You would be canceled Canceled. before you even said it. It, Yes, that is. My dick's feeling this way, but I'm feeling this way. Canceled. My mind's (laughs) telling me no, but my body. That's so funny you bring that up. But anyways, you know what? It's all good. But yeah, men, we cannot do that and we won't do it. So, but uh, she's, you know, got a little bit of a pickle going on there. She, uh, she, you know, she's got the, the bad boy, the guy that, you know, she feels he's something with He's not even a bad boy there. though. He's really, he's really not. I said that he's and I'm not, like, is he though? <laughs> he's not a bad boy at all. He's, he's a nice guy, Midwestern. Yeah. I kind of feel like this is my intake on Tia right now. I feel like she's looking around. She's seeing people in stronger relationships. And now James is pushing like he's making an effort for her. But she really wants Brent. But Brent's probably a normal guy taking things like probably faster than normal. But she just wants it right now. She wants him to be on that level right now. And you could tell she's getting irritated because he's just not... I don't want to say giving as much effort, but he's, I don't know. How do I put this, Pete? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That conversation to me, it seemed like it was a little producer-driven. It seemed like it was, you know, she had had a talk like in an ITM with a producer and they're like, hey, we, we you know, yeah, I think you got to push him a little bit more. I don't know if you're getting exactly what you want. And I think she was a little bit maybe, uh, you know, convinced or whatever the word yeah. you want to do to have that talk. Didn't necessarily make very much sense. Because I, yeah, I, I think, uh, what's his name? Brett was kind of like confused. Like, what do you mean? Like, I... I'm really into you. Like, I really do want this to, to work. But uh, hey, you never know. Also, who's she picking? Who's she picking, Pete? Who do you think? I, I mean, I, I don't really think this is a, a shocker. I think she's, you know, she's following down there. You know what, what she wants. Um, <laughs> and I, it sounds. I mean, it's not even us doing it. I feel weird saying that, but she's the one doing it. Is that it, bad? So. Is that it's bad that we bad. say that? I no, because she's literally doing it. And she's talking about it on national television. So. She's talking about national television. But it also goes back to like, and I don't think Brent is an F-boy whatsoever, not even freaking close. But it goes back to why women like F-boys, right? Yeah. It's like, what are they thinking with? They're not thinking with their brain. They're thinking with their downstairs area. Would Tia, if it doesn't work out with Tia on this show, would she make a good F-girl oh island? Oh my gosh. She should go on that show. There you go. I can't wait for season two. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Food for thought, food for thought. Uh, but I, we don't, what I will say is I appreciate Tia 
being so open and honest and not afraid to speak what's on our mind. And that's what we want. We want people yeah. not to be conservative and just holding like, back, be sheltered, like just, yeah, just let being it yourself and there's be respect you. There. And that's, you know what? That's what's going to make the show better. When people stop trying to, you know, get upset about the little petty things and try yeah. to cancel people over little things, you'll get a better show because people aren't going to be as reserved. True. True. Tia is doing a great job of that. So yeah, I like it too. Take note. All right. Let's go back to uh, Emma has a take on this. Okay. I quote Emma. Okay. I hate Aaron, but the runway walk date was cute AF. I thought it was too. That was a good date. That was good thinking. Yeah. With Chelsea. Chelsea's a model. She looks like a model. Um, they had a runway fashion show on the beach. Uh, it was cute. That was a good idea of him. I thought it was great. I thought it was, it was, yeah, it was a fun date. Don't think that they're, um, from that date, right? Just from what we, we saw there, they're destined, you know, star-crossed lovers. Like I think Aaron thinks they are, you know, our boy Ivan comes in and wants to have a conversation, which is totally loud because guess hashtag what? You're in paradise. plot twist. Hashtag. Guess what? You're there to meet people and talk to different people. Hashtag plot twist. And then, boom, we see a little, little bit of testosterone start to flare. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Aaron's not feeling it. Aaron's not happy. Aaron feels disrespected. Ivan's like, what the, what? What the hell are you talking about? Like, I'm not coming to you. You're coming to me. And they get up in each other's faces. And let's quote, quote, the, quote the sayings, Pete. You say them this time. I'm always the one cussing. You say plot it. twist. He's being a little bitch, bro. Aaron, I think that's Aaron's favorite uh, catchphrase, bitch, yeah. bro. <laughs> and uh, he needs to get like that, like on, on a hat. <laughs> I think that would sell really well. Hey, but hey, I don't appreciate him talking. Like, listen, Ivan's our boy. So we got to back Ivan up. Okay. You know, it's good when you see a nice guy going for a kill like that. Like, nice guys can't be always just nice. Sometimes they got to be sneaky and going for the kill. So you know what? I salute Ivan for that. Let's go. He wasn't even, be also, he wasn't even being sneaky, guys. This is paradise for the millionth time. If you're not locked up, if you're not doing like a, a super serious relationship, nothing is secured. Nothing is yours. This is paradise. But uh, Ivan, yeah, stands up for himself and we leave on a to be continued. Who knows how it's going to go? I'm excited. Two more episodes, right? Two more episodes? Two weeks left. Rate it. Rate it right now. What do you think so far, Pete? I think... Go ahead. You first. Scale one to 10. You know what? I think... uh, I'm going to give this season... uh, I'm going to give it a solid... A solid eight out of 10. You know what? I hate to say it too, but I'm also going to give it eight out of 10. This has been a very entertaining season and um, I'm thankful for it. Are you? There you go. I'm thankful on a lot of things about this. Dusty is thankful that he didn't go on Paradise. That is, that's what he's thankful for. Okay. Uh, Translation, ladies and gentlemen. But we will be back with you guys next week to uh, finish recapping these episodes. And we got Bachelorette coming up after that. Michelle Young. I think we got a Bachelor already announced or or soon to be announced from that season. I'm excited for this weekend, man. I'm excited for this weekend, too. We've been looking forward to this for quite some time now, and it is finally among us or upon us. It is finally almost here. 
Govball, baby. Mother effing Govball. Ever since me and Pete met, like, for the first time, we've always talked about, like, love going to music festivals. I don't know. There's something about a music festival, man. It's just, uh, we've gone to it quite a bit this year, too. We have. We have gone to quite a bit. We, uh, the most recent one, we went to um, Palm Tree Fest out there with Kygo, headlining with Griffin and, uh, and Zed. That was, that was incredible. That was, it's just, it's so good to have festivals back. I feel like obviously you and I love them and like we, we've bonded over that. But I mean, the majority of the world, I think, loves... There's nothing like a good festival. Like you can't not enjoy yourself. You can't not There's have nothing better than seeing your favorite artists on stage. And just like just the hype, you know? Owning it. And you're just there watching the show. It's like a, it's like a movie. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited. I, I really want to see Leon Bridges. I think Leon Bridges plays this Friday... 3 p.m.? I want to get there kind of early to see him. I'm a big fan of Leon. And after that, uh, Rufus the Soul. You were right. I can't get enough for you. Yeah, that's my jam. Um, there you go. Sorry for the singing, yo. And after that, um, I don't know for... I think that's all I'm really excited. Maybe 24 karat gold. What about you? I, I mean, I'm looking forward to... Uh, <sighs> Actually, hold on one second. I gotta pull up this lineup. <laughs> hold up here. <laughs> you know what? I've been forgive me. I've been flying like crazy, and I've been looking uh, forward to Gumball. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for you know. Uh, oh. Gumball. Here we go. Here we go. Looking at the lineup. Post Malone. Except we're not going to be there. He's on posting, Sunday. We're going out of town on Sunday. Ah, uh, guys. Yeah. Well, which will we'll, we'll, excuse me. Word vomit right there. <laughs> which will be <laughs> freaking freaking awesome. We'll be able to update you guys on it. We're doing a Dustin area doing a trip to uh, Belize for about a week, which should be pretty epic. But we are leaving Sunday morning, so we're going to miss Post Malone on uh, on Sunday. Uh, but we got to Billie Eilish. Have not seen Billie Eilish. Obviously, lots of people uh, love her. Looking forward to that. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. I forgot about him. Maybe Rihanna will be there. You never know. You, you never know when they Rihanna's invite. definitely going to be there if he's going to be there. Come on. They're acceptable. We went to Lala. Uh, that was one of the... Actually, before... Yeah, that was the last one before um, Palm Tree Fest. We went to Lala uh, in Lala's, Chicago. Lala's always a beast. What's your pros and cons when you go to a festival? I really hate bathroom lines. I, hate, I just can't stand bathroom lines at a festival. Really? I, I love just, them. Bob. And then most of the time, what do, what do you not like about them? If there's crazy lines, the porter potties are just going to be disgusting. Uh, when we went to that palm tree, they were actually those were the nicest porter potties I've ever been to in a festival. Those, those aren't porter potties; they're like trailers. Well, they had like, porter potties as well in the back. Yeah, that was that was pretty epic. I think I remember my first. Uh, do you remember your first festival you ever went to? It was probably Lollapalooza when I first, because we didn't have music festivals in my hometown area. So when I moved to Chicago, I was told about Lollapalooza. And yeah, that was probably my first one, yeah. Yeah, my first one was out, this out in LA. They do a big one, Stagecoach and Coachella. And man, I remember the first time going to, it was Stagecoach. And, you know, you just with all your friends, the excitement is just like building up like crazy. You guys are looking forward to forever. Finally, the day comes. You guys drive, you know, for us, we drove like two, two and a half hours out to the desert. You, you get your spot, whether it's a hotel or you're camping out on the, on the festival grounds. I've done both. And I, I recommend both. Like, it's definitely kind of like roughing it a little bit, doing the whole camp out experience on the grounds. Definitely feel a little grody or whatnot. But it is just, it's so, there's something about being in that environment nonstop and not leaving it, just kind of enjoying it with everyone 
So yeah, I just remember that it's just, for me, it's a golden hour when you have, you know, it's starting to get to like the headliners of the night and you have like the real big names starting to come play. Whoever has that, I feel like the best sets, not actually the closing set. It's a set that's like right there at golden hour, um, especially like in a dramatic setting like Palm Springs for, for, for stagecoach and for Coachella. So it's pretty, pretty gorgeous. But yeah, man, festivals are just a great time. We've heard a lot of good things about Go- GovBall. I uh, hope to see a lot of you guys out there. Yeah, come say hi to guys. We'll be at the, we'll be at the Grubhub tent for a little bit. So come get some Grubhub. We'll be grubbing. Come, come get um, some lunch with us at Grubhub. Yeah, it might rain Friday, which I don't care. I'm cool with a festival that rains. Long, I, I just don't fuck with lightning. But if it rains, let it, let it come down. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm here for it. For GovBall, so we have to, this is obviously on an island. So we're, you have to take the ferry out there, right? Is that, that's the concert I'm thinking No, of? I think it's at City, uh, City Field, I believe, in Queens. Oh. I think they've oh, relocated. Okay. Gotcha. Ooh, so it'll be at, a, at the Mets uh, Stadium. Yeah, which will be really cool. Um, easy train ride where we're at. Yeah, I mean, just hop on the 7 off of Grand Central. Bam. Maybe you'll see us on the train, guys. Maybe yeah. Grand Central. For sure. Maybe now, any of our photos. third roommates out there, don't be shy. Say hi. Uh, Say we'd hi. love to connect with you guys and enjoy uh, enjoy some good music. Yeah, and also let us know who you're looking forward to um, watching. Let us know on our Instagram page. We want to know. Festival season is back. I don't know if you guys saw too. We're going. We're already booking it. December, Kygo's Cruise throwing another uh, festival, Palm Tree Fest. What is this year? Uh, 5,006 Kygo concert? Uh, yeah, roughly around there. <laughs> roughly around there? Never gets old. If, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? All right. Look at music. But uh, looking forward to it, guys. And hopefully, we see your uh, beautiful, smiling faces and we'll have a good time together. Hopefully, we see your beautiful, smiling faces. Look at this Why guy sucking up to you guys. I'm the better roommate. Don't let Pete try to suck <laughs> up to hell? you guys like that. Why are you talking like that? Faces. All right, guys. Sound like Kevin Hart. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> see, no. What, what happened was. See, see what happened? It was a Debra. The Debra. You're pretty good at that. Wait, <laughs> let me, I think, let me, let me keep going. Do no, you do your best Kevin Hart stand up? See what happened? You see? No, I'm not going to deal with this. No, no. <laughs> That's so Kevin. That's good. All right, guys, we are back for our third roommate segment. And today we are welcoming back our OG roommate, Marie Ange. It is so good to have you back. Thank you for this wonderful question. We are super excited to get to it, uh, asking about our favorite cities. So without further ado, I give the floor to Marie Ange. Hey guys, it's your OG roommate, Marie-Ange from France. And I had a quick question for both of you. Peter, I heard you say once that your favorite city was Paris, France, and I was wondering why that is. And Dustin, do you have a favorite city? If so, what is it and why? And also, when are you guys coming to the Moulin Rouge in Paris, which is where I work and waitress? Also, by the way, if you didn't know, Moulin Rouge means red windmill. Huh, Peter? Huge wink if you haven't been there yet. I think now is the time to go. You are highly anticipated. Anyways, take care, guys. Bye. Bonjour. Paris. Bonjour, bonjour. Paris. Paris, oui, oui. Je m'appelle Pierre. Encore ça va? Au revoir. 
Evoma, monsieur, mon cher papé. Oui, oui. Yes, Paris oui, oui. is my favorite city. It is, I've said that for a while. You know, I got to go to Paris. I've been a couple times. I went uh, once with my family, and that was my first time. And we got to spend uh, a good couple of days there just exploring. And then got to go a second time, actually right off the show, from The Bachelorette off of Hannah's season, sent me to Paris for about a week when everything was filming up. Didn't want me going back to the States, I guess. There were some crazy lockdown stuff right there to keep everything under wraps. But uh, got to explore and um, really just fall in love with it even more and more. For me, Paris is just, there is, there's nothing quite like just the romance that Paris uh, gives off. Obviously, like, to me, it's the most beautiful city out there. And obviously, they're, they're very lucky, you know, with the war, not having, you know, all their infrastructure kind of destroyed everything's been intact there. And it's just, there is no beauty like Paris to me, just with the rivers and the the streets and just all the buildings um, is immaculate in my opinion. Uh, I love just, it's kind of similar to New York, just getting lost down just random roads and random cobblestone streets that curve and wind and aren't perfectly straight. And just and looking up at the beautiful architecture and finding a cafe on the corner and going and having a, a latte and just and people watching and just the energy around there and the museums and the history and, and the food is incredible. It, it, I just, I love Paris. <laughs> I can't wait to start flying to Paris when I, when I can bid that for, for layovers because that'll be my go-to. I've always said my number one route would be JFK or Newark or whatever New York base uh, to Paris. That'd be the the ultimate route. And I did not know, Marie-Ange, that Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge, I'm trying to say it with an accent, butchered it, <laughs> Red Windmill. Would you look at that? Um, been in a windmill before and <laughs> I didn't, didn't, didn't know that. So uh, good to know. Thanks for the education. But hey, when Dusty and I come out, we will 100% go visit you there, the OG roommate. And uh, Dustin, I, uh, I love that in Paris. What's your favorite city? Well, in conclusion of all that, I, I think you like Paris. <laughs> a little bit. I think, a little I think bit. you yeah, really yeah. like it. I, I think I do too. I've never been. I would actually love to see Paris. Um, you know what? Also, too, real quick. Sorry. Not to, I, mean, I think he loves Paris even more. Okay. I'm, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> the catacombs. Catacombs was pretty cool, too. It was freaky. I don't know if you guys ever seen As, As Above, So Below or something like that. It's like some horror movie, uh, but it's about the catacombs, which is like, it's almost like city kind of, or tunnels built under Paris. It's kind of terrifying. Look it up if you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Now I just like... Uh, little tangent there. <laughs> no, that's good. Actually, I'm excited. I I don't think I have a favorite city, but I, I will say my favorite city is That's that not I, you. Come on. I don't I I think I'm I'm still trying to explore more and travel more, not to take away from any of the city. I love the cities I have visited. But I don't think I have a favorite just yet to where I'm just obsessed with besides Chicago. Uh because I mean, I love Chicago, but besides Chicago and traveling, I don't know yet and uh I look forward to figuring that out. At the moment, not, but I do love cities that So have, that's a big slap in the face to Kat. No, it's not. No, I love London. And you I was just went say, to London. No, I, I, I do love London. It's so big, I still need to explore so much more of it. But I love cities that have so much history. Like London, it's so freaking old. I, the stomping grounds there, I mean, back from like the 11th to 12th, century that's insane i love countries and cities that just are really old and you could just go down a a history rabbit hole 
No, yeah. I, sorry. I'm like just now that we're talking about this, I'm like getting like more and more in my head about going back to Paris. One of my favorite things about <laughs> I think going he likes Paris, Paris guys. <laughs> One I of think... my favorite things about going through Paris is so like the beautiful music. So obviously the Eiffel Tower is stunning at night and they do this awesome, you know, glittering light show. But I love walking down at night past a couple restaurants with some beautiful music playing with cr- uh, crepes. Nutella crepes. Ooh, I like crepes. That is a top like three like um experience that I love, you know. Uh, the, the city of love. My name is uh, Peter Weber and I love love and uh, I love Paris. Je m'appelle Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will own a, uh, a lot. I will own a, um, a condo in Paris one day. I think, really likes, I think he likes Paris, guys. I think he All really right, likes Paris. That's that. Thanks so much, Marianne. <laughs> we can't wait to visit you. It's so great that you're from there too and that you, you work there. Um, so we'll visit you at the Moulin she had Rouge. A really good American accent though too. But yeah, thank you. Very good. Talk to you soon. Uh, we'll visit you soon. And that's that for this week, folks. And guys, Hope I, think, you I, I think Peter really likes Paris. So I just booked my ticket. Um, heading there right after Belize. Can't wait. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at reddrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.